Welcome to Upskill Talks, brought to you by McGraw-Hill. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw, lead upskiller at Upskill Community. Upskill Talks is a podcast for leaders. Leaders who are actively seeking innovative and creative ways to interact, lead themselves and others. In every episode, through real-life stories and enlightening conversations, we will explore the challenges and opportunities real leaders face in today's ever-changing workplace. We will present you with real strategies for you to leverage your soft skills and produce transformative results. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Let us begin. In this episode, I discuss the importance of assessing yourself against your goals, measuring yourself against the goals you set. Self-assessment builds on the concept of self-reflection, which we explored in episode 12. Self-assessment is determining your purpose, your values, your strengths, your knowledge, skills, attitudes, needs, emotions, preferences, triggers, lived experiences, histories, how you learn, how you prefer to work, how you prefer to interact with others, and so on and so forth. It's the process of scrutinizing yourself and producing an accurate measurement to determine what is working well, what needs to change, and what you need to stop in order to achieve your goals. It's taking stock of where you are and who you are what your purpose is, why are you setting these particular goals and not others, what your values are, what you can be expected to do, what you can be expected not to do, not to support, to support, what people know that you are even when you're not around. It's what we say to children. It's what you do when no one is watching you. We want to know through self-assessment, what our goals are and what they will add to our life. What it would mean to you to achieve your goals and especially how do you measure up against the goals that you set too small, right on point, outside of your zone. Therefore, effective goal setting requires a high level of self-awareness. That's how you ensure that you're selecting goals that are right for you based on who you are and where you are at this particular moment in your journey. Let me tell you about one of my clients. We'll call him Dexter. Dexter is an investment banker and he had a goal to increase sales by 25%. That goal was on his list for four years in a row and his sales remained stagnant all that time. When Dexter took time to clarify his goals, he realized that while this additional income and the resulting recognition were important to him, he valued the time with his young twin boys much more. That's where his effort and energy was going, although it was never noted on his goals list. Dexter has set the same goal for four years, but it wasn't aligned with his values. It wasn't what he was focusing on. And so it's not surprising that while it was on the list, he made no progress on that goal. When you have a sense of purpose, you will set goals that reflect your values, your strengths. They're aligned with 
you in that way. And therefore, they'll be meaningful to you. They're not just things you write down on paper or type on your device. You're more likely to find that internal motivation, the energy, the commitment to go after them day after day. And you will not accept looking at it on on the paper for four years in a row or reviewing it in your gender or whatever goal setting device you use. You will not accept the same goal sitting on your device stagnant for four years in a row because it will mean something to you to make progress on your goals. So this process of self-assessment is crucial when we're determining the goals that are right for us. Self-reflection and self-assessment help to answer the questions, who am I and where am I now? When you know where you are and who you are, you know where you're starting from. That's point A from which you will measure your goals. You're putting that post in the ground to mark, this is where I'm starting from. And then you can better set a new destination to a goal that's meaningful. It will also help you to determine whether this goal is on point for you. Is it the distance is too far or do you need to stretch yourself a little bit more? But you've got to set the starting point. This means you understand the true distance between where you are now and where your goal is. And this will improve the choice of goals, the planning process, the quality and accuracy of your goal progress, as well as your goal attainment. And so we have talked about the purpose in a previous episode. We've talked about setting the smartest goals in the previous episode. And the next step really is to assess yourself against the goals we set. For each goal you set, Assess yourself against it. The process of assessing yourself, assessing your personal strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats is commonly referred to as a SWOT analysis. The first letter of the four words forms the acronym SWOT. A SWOT analysis is represented by a two-by-two grid, four boxes, one word for each of them. And I want you to think of the left column with strengths and opportunities as the more favorable column, while the right column with weaknesses and threats are a little less favorable. Strengths and weaknesses are the things in this grid that are within your control to develop and leverage. Opportunities and threats are external. They're outside of your control. They're dictated by external forces. A SWOT analysis is commonly done by business. Teams do it. Different organizations do it. They do it to take stock of where they are and what their needs are. And this is common practice and it is a best practice. And this is a practice that self-leaders should adapt. Self-leaders need to know where they're at. So the SWOT is a self-awareness tool. It is designed to gather information and it helps you to capture This information, hopefully accurately, to support your goal-getting process. So the process helps you to assess yourself. It looks both inside and outside. So first, let's take a look on the inside. The internal SWOT, it refers to the things within your zone of control, your strengths, your capabilities, the areas where you are strong. 
So you want to start with that. And then it also covers your areas of weaknesses. But let's think about your strengths. These are your positive attributes, your knowledge, special knowledge, expertise, skills, the attitudes that you have, that positive mindset, that proactive way of approaching life, the resources you have access to, the networks you have access to, and anything you bring to the table that can lead to positive results that will affect your goal and help you achieve it. When you do things very well, that's a strength. When it energizes you, that's a strength. When others commend you or call on you for something, that highlights a strength. When you find that something keeps you going over time without you realizing the time has passed, that's a strength. When you've spent a lot of time and energy investing in developing skills that you enjoy, those are your strengths. So think about all of those and think about the strengths that are relevant to the goals that you're setting. Because you're going to look at strengths, not in general, but for each goal. And then you want to look at the areas you need to develop, things you want to improve. And think about what's hindering your progress, what barriers you're facing, what are the tasks you find yourself avoiding, what are you hanging out doing in small pools, feeling like a big fish when you need to jump into a bigger pool? What other people see as your weaknesses? Think about those. The area that would you would like to feel more competent in, where you feel your confidence waning. Think about these as areas for further development. Be honest with yourself in this appraisal. This is for you, just so that you can honestly put a stake in the ground to say, this is where I'm starting from this year because I'm setting goal. I'm doing goal setting very differently this year. And I'm really wanting to establish an honest and accurate starting point. So think about, do you overestimate your strengths? Do you feel like all you need to know is covered? Do you have a never-ending list of strengths and can't think of a single area to develop? Not a single thing that you could improve? In my book, I refer to this self-assessment style as a lion. That's when you overestimate yourself so much to the extent that it impacts your goal progress. Be honest with yourself and avoid this approach. The other end of that spectrum is the self-assessment style I refer to as a sheep. That's your style if you underestimate your strengths so much that you cannot find a strength to write down on your list, but you come up with a long list of weaknesses and struggle to come up with some reasonable strengths. We all have strengths and weaknesses, and what we need to do is to be honest about them and know what they are. Accurate self-assessment is another component of self-awareness that is critical to setting goals that you can actually attain. We tend to glaze over our strengths in a rush to work on our weaknesses. Most of our energy, though, should be focused on strengthening our power areas, developing our strengths, improving what we already do well, and building greater capacity to perform in areas where we're already good so we can move towards our goals at a faster pace. Now, that we've taken a look at our strengths and weaknesses in this SWOT analysis, it's time to take a look at the outside, the areas that we have no control over. 
The external SWOT looks at opportunities and threats that exist in the external environment, outside your zone of control, but they can significantly impact goal attainment. This could be something global or local, legal, political, anything such as public health regulations, new laws, travel uh, travel bans, something like stimulus funding, trends in your industry, new technology, your competition, special networks that you have, and special partnerships. When they are favorable, we refer to them as opportunities. When they are unfavorable, we call them threats. Your strengths position you to take care of and leverage opportunities. This is why you continue to build on your strengths to broaden the range of opportunities that can open up for you. Threats also present based on your weaknesses, And this is why it's essential to be honest when you're assessing your weaknesses so you can devise strategies and set goals to mitigate against these threats. When you look at the year ahead, what opportunities can you honestly leverage? What threats do you need to mitigate against? What do you need to pay attention to? What are you not noticing? What opportunities would you like to pursue or which opportunities are likely to come your way based on your strengths. Seek out areas or people in the external environment that could provide a needed wind at your back. They could open a door, provide a recommendation, a connection, a partnership, a resource. What threats should you be concerned about? These are things you have no control over, but they could still impact your progress this year. Do you need to focus more on your health, your finances, your relationships? Is there a policy that if it changes, it could present a major risk to your current status? What information could be exposed that would threaten your current position? What skill or knowledge are you faking, which you need to develop to secure your role or your goal? Think about the threats out there and plan strategies, set goals to mitigate them. The general goal of an internal SWOT is to identify strengths and weaknesses so we can build your strengths to minimize the impact of weaknesses on a goal. The most critical time to SWOT yourself is when you're going to set goals that will really help you to create your new reality. Goals that are you are using to design your own future. This means you need to know who you are, where you are now, before you determine where you need to go. Self-assessment is the process. And it is so important for groups, for companies. It's essential for personal and professional effectiveness of leaders. And it is absolutely critical for self-leaders. For us to assess our strengths, our weaknesses, the opportunities, the threats against the goals that we're setting for ourselves. This is an effective forward-thinking strategy to future-proof yourself. And that's why you should visit us and check out the free course at Upskill Community. This course is how to SWAT yourself in five steps, and it provides you step-by-step instructions and gives a SWAT template for you to SWAT yourself before you set a goal this year. This helps you to level set, to establish the starting point, to revisit how you prefer to learn, to work and interact with others the way you prefer to, and to provide 
other helpful insights that will support your goal setting. So instead of assessing yourself in general, I'm going to recommend think of the one goal, do a SWOT analysis for that goal, three points for strength, three for weaknesses, three for opportunities, three for strengths, and take that and use it to leverage your goal setting. When we do general assessments, we tend to get stuck. We say things like, I'm very confident, or I'm not good at technology. Instead, we should think about our level of competence or confidence in one particular area. For example, if you set a goal to learn a particular skill, then you want to look at your strengths with respect to that particular skill. What knowledge, skills, experiences do you have that could support the development of that skill? If you want to do, let's say, public presentations, public speaking, you want to be able to do one by the end of the year, let's say that's a goal. Don't get stuck saying things like, I'm afraid of public speaking. I get nervous. I couldn't do it. Instead, focus on your great writing skills, your clear communication style, the effectiveness with which you communicate in smaller groups. These are skills you can leverage to be more effective when you need to present to a larger audience. And that's the benefit of looking at specific and not going too general. Listen, since the World Economic Forum suggests that the future of work will be about skills, I encourage you to consider adding the development of at least one skill to your goals this year. Go back to episode eight, where I talk about how to develop a skill and follow the steps there to develop your skills. Once you know who you are and where you want to go, and where you are at this point, you are now ready to take the next step in the goal-setting process. Thank you for listening to this episode of Upskill Talks, brought to you by McGraw-Hill. We bring you new episodes every Monday. Please take a moment to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and a written review at Apple Podcast. Or... Follow us on Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to share Upskill Talks with other leaders like yourself, so they too may gain the skills and insights to produce amazing results. Please go to upskillcommunity.com to review show notes and learn how you can join a community of leaders from across the globe, collaborating to lead in a more meaningful and impactful way. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. And again, thank you for joining me on this episode of Upskill Talks.